0: Where's Your Head At? A podcast turning mental health into a conversation. Brought to you by the Bauer Media Group.
1: Hello and welcome to the Where's Your Head At? podcast. I'm Andrea Zara. Where's Your Head At? is a joint collaboration between Bauer Media, Natasha Devon MBE and Mental Health First Aid England. We launched this campaign in 2018, petitioning for a change in law for better mental health provisions in workplaces and colleges across the UK. A part of this is also making mental health an everyday conversation. In this episode, we're joined by Fern McCann, famous for appearing in TOWIE, but in recent years, her personal life has taken center stage. At three months pregnant, the father of her child was convicted of an acid attack and is now in prison. Fern talks about her struggle with paranoia and anxiety, how being on TOWIE and the drama surrounding her ex has contributed to her mental health. Fern also explains to us the help and comfort that she found in therapy and the joy of being a mum to her beautiful daughter Sunday. Fern starts this conversation by exploring what triggered her paranoia.
2: Especially in this industry, trust is a really big thing and I went through a situation where uh, for a long time I felt like I couldn't trust anyone and that really affects how you live your life because you become paranoid and you're like, oh, God, what? well, I can't do this, can't do that. When I was pregnant, my pregnancy actually got leaked to the press. So I never had that amazing moment of like, I'm pregnant and it was very exciting and happy. It was obviously still a very exciting, happy moment for me. But that has been really hard to um, deal with. However, it's actually made me fix up and face up to it and be like, okay, I just need to make my people that are around me much smaller, like I have a very small group of friends. I think everyone has has had a, a touch of anxiety and social media, oh God, I've got a love and hate relationship with social media. It, it's, it's good and bad and I think social media can bring on your anxiety. I kind of... Felt it. I'm sure I felt it in school but I at one at one stage but I felt it when I joined TOWIE and it was the whole I always thought that like people were scheming stuff behind my back and where it is kind of like a structured reality tv program it could sometimes turn quite you know you're always fighting for screen time and yeah it was I mean it was amazing and it, it it kind of provided so many opportunities, but that was the start of my anxiety. And Sometimes now, I get it, if I'm driving along and I feel like, oh, it's almost like you want to cough. At the same time, you're very panicky, but you can't qu- quite put your finger on it. I can put my finger on, that's anxiety. So just as long as you're aware, and it is temporary with me, so I know how to control it. I'm big into like mindfulness and meditation, with being a mum and working full time being a single parent as well it can feel so overwhelming even a small task of washing the dishes up or you know jumping in the shower it can all get a little bit too much so you definitely need time to clear your head and think about nothing and it is a technique to meditate but even if you give it a go even if it is 5 minutes before bed whether it be a sleep meditation
0: That's what helps me. And you mentioned just before being on TOWIE. And I feel like at the moment we're hearing so much about reality TV and the people involved and the implications it can have on their mental health. How did you cope at the time? I think you have
2: to grow a very thick skin and be aware that if you're going to join a reality show, there's going to be like loads of highs and lows because some of the stick that you get on social media can be soul destroying. Obviously you see one or two, but I just completely turn a blind eye. How do you deal with it? I guess like in time, you have to learn to surround yourself by all your friends and people that love you. And that's what's real. I can only comment on myself because obviously, you know, the tragedy, what happened with, with poor Mike, is just so upsetting. I don't know how I coped really. They offer um, for you to see the psych, and they check
0: in every week. Was there ever a time on TOWIE that you thought, I, c- I just can't do this anymore?
2: Yeah, loads of times. Loads of times. Thinking about it. There were so many highs, and it was so much fun. I was just too young. It wasn't real. Mm. It wasn't real. That can be even more damaging, because it's you think it is, and you get so caught up on it, but actually it's not. I mean, I always used to get caught up in the drama and someone had called me, I don't know, said a bad word and it really affected me and I was always trying to prove my point. And I always felt very misunderstood on that show. What it does to you mentally can be worrying. Like, I get asked all the time, if Sunday was thinking about doing a reality show, Love Island or Towie, what would you say? And I'd like to think that I would encourage and support whatever she'd want to do, but I probably
0: would say no. So obviously you're a mum now, which becoming a mum changes so much. How's becoming a mum changed your mental health and your emotions on a day-to-day basis? Well, it's definitely changed my life
2: and made me grow as a person, but I just feel really strong. I think I feel like a lot of mothers, you just feel resilient. You feel like you can like tackle the world. Yeah, I just I I feel actually right now I do feel mentally strong. Obviously m- with my pregnancy everything that I went through was hell. I can't even it was just it was just horrendous and um and then when Sunday was a newborn it was it was quite difficult as well. And of course it completely changes your life because you're no longer looking after just you. It's so you you know someone else is your responsibility so everything changes and your whole priorities shift and your whole mindset completely changes all the little things that used to worry they don't really matter anymore yeah and i want to
0: talk to you about social media because we were talking just before and you said that there was a time when you were pregnant with sunday and you were posting pictures and in reality you know you looked amazing and everything but on the inside you weren't really feeling that way when
2: i was pregnant for me that was such a positive focus from everything else that was going in my life personally. So I really celebrated every single day that I was pregnant. I think people were like, Jesus, we know you're pregnant and we get the picture. If there's one more picture of you cuddling your bump. But behind the scenes, I was a broken woman. Your body's out of your control. You're growing this human. It's amazing, but it is really scary as well. So to have all the other stuff that was going on behind the scenes, well, not behind the scenes for everyone to see, and in my personal life, it was such a dark time. It was just, it was really, really, really difficult. I almost used it in a way, social media, to have fun and to celebrate and to look for a bit of support something to prove like no look I'm happy like I'm pregnant can can we all just forget about everything and just celebrate this and I found that on social media so actually if I'm making sense here no it wasn't how I was feeling but actually I found the support from the public so again double-edged sword I think if anyone was to say anything about my daughter I would buy I would say something back but do I find it tough reading the comments on social media, yes, back in the day, in my TOWIE days, it used to really, really affect me. But as I said, when you have a baby, everything shifts. Like the people that you don't know, these keyboard warriors, they don't matter. They really don't matter. What matters is my child and my family and my friends that I'm close to. So I honestly don't get the trolling thing. I never have. If you want to share an opinion, for example, if I'm watching a TV show, and it might kick off an emotion, and I'm like, "Oh my god, I can't believe they've done that!" Great, join the conversation on Twitter in an in an articulate way. Do you know what I mean? Like joining the conversation—that's what it's all about. I don't get when people say shit about people's appearances and just unnecessary nastiness. It's awful. You know, life is tough enough without social media. I think I'm probably the last generation. I fit into the last generation before social media, just. It's very scary to think that Sunday, I mean, this is just so mad. She was watching, she doesn't have an iPad uh, yet and she. I don't let her use my phone, but she, well, she was screaming uh, the other day in, in the taxi. So I let her watch a programme on my phone and it flashed up low battery and she was tapping the screen this girl is 18 months and she doesn't have a phone or an ipad so she is going to her whole life is always going to be social media it's not going away she's going to be that's going to be totally part of her life and it's it is a really scary thought really scary thought there's talks about taking away the likes all my blogger friends are like going into meltdown i think do it do it like listen if i don't I'll put my hands up. If I don't get like over a certain amount of likes, I'm in a bad mood. Like, I'm actually, I don't even, I don't even wanna, like, I'm fuming. I don't even wanna cook my dinner. It's just absolutely ridiculous. Even saying it out loud, I can't believe I'm admitting to it, but it is. And you're constantly, I've so many times found myself in an Insta hole where you're just scrolling aimlessly through Instagram. Wasting hours and um, comparing yourself to girls that have used Facetune and filters. I just like to tell myself that they haven't got my personality (laughs) (laughs) to make myself feel a lot better. (laughs) No, all these girls that are like fresh out of Love Island that look like they've just come from their mother's womb, and I'm like nearly 30, my tits are saggy, and (laughs) I'm single, and I'm a single (laughs) mum. But I just like to tell myself, yeah, they haven't got my personality. So there's no, there's no point. There's actually no point. We all look great in a picture, especially one that you are in control of.
0: Exactly. There's filters and everything. Um, and finally, what advice have you got for people out there who are suffering with their mental health? What, what advice have you got for them? I think
2: if you're suffering from mental health, you should speak to someone for about... I haven't actually told anyone this, but I would say for about eight months, I've been seeing a therapist once a week and it's honestly been the best thing that I have ever done. Now, I know that not everyone can go to see a therapist. I know that that's not available for everyone. so. I think speak to a friend or if that's too difficult, speak to someone completely out of your circle because for me, I wear my heart on my sleeve. Everyone knows that I've always been so honest and when I'm upset, you'll know about it. When I'm happy, you'll also know about it. But I've found it really, really hard speaking about not my deepest, darkest secrets, but stuff in my head that I just can't explain to my friends or my mum just wouldn't understand. So it to speak to a complete stranger and actually to speak to a professional has been just, and that's going back to me saying I feel so mentally strong right now. And I put that down to me not in therapy but seeing a therapist
1: Thank you Fern for opening up there and speaking so genuinely to us about your life and your reaction to social media something we can all relate to and thank you also for sharing your thoughts on therapy and those darker times in your life In the next episode we're joined by Megan Barton Hanson Megan is one of the most famous faces from Love Island 2018 She left coupled with Wes but faced a lot of backlash after leaving the villa behind Behind all the headlines though, Megan has been struggling with depression and anxiety since she was 13 and she'll reveal why despite this, she still wanted to go on the show. If you've enjoyed this podcast, found it enlightening, reassuring or somewhat interesting, or even if it's just talking about a subject matter that's close to your heart, please do rate us and subscribe. In the meantime, I'm Andrea Zara. Be kind to others, but most importantly to yourself. And remember, it's good to talk
0: where's your head at a podcast turning mental health into a conversation brought to you by the bauer media group